turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. I know a place. This is Crosswalk, Colorado Springs. Now, your host, Eric Cartier, Senior Pastor of Rocky Mountain Calvary Church. that you're having a great Tuesday afternoon live in studio. I have special guests with me, Renee Beebe. Thanks so much for coming, Renee. She is the executive director of Crossfire Ministries. How's your day going? It's going great. Thank you so much for having me. It's such an honor to be here. Well, thanks for uh, coming in. If you're not familiar uh, with Crossfire, if you go to their website, crossfire.org, their mission statement is no-cost groceries, clothing, and care for the times when life uh, presses in. So, Renee, for those that don't know about Crossfire, would you tell us a bit more about what you guys do? Sure. I mean, you said it all, um, but I can go into some details. So, Crossfire Ministries um, is here to provide no-cost groceries to families in need. We also provide clothing, um, hygiene items, and household necessities. Um, And then the care piece of that, we're really trying to be more of a supportive um, organization and nonprofit that comes around and really locks arms with our guests and provides some additional educational opportunities. So we're excited to be able to just serve right here in our own community to those families who um, are in need or just find themselves um, struggling or in the gap, not being able to make ends meet. That's awesome. I know with the cost of gas, inflation, utilities, you know, for a lot of people, they're wondering, man, do I get groceries or do I pay rent, pay my mortgage and something like Crossfire could come to mind. It's it's a great resource. One of the many things I love about you guys is uh, you're set up like a grocery store. Uh, Instead of just receiving a a box of food, you can go and and find things that you may cook for a recipe. And and so what can people expect when they come in inside a Crossfire? Sure. They can expect a grocery store. It is set up just like a grocery store. Um, we share by size of family, so there are maybe some limitations um, by size of family. Um, but really, truly, we our mission statement is to show God's love, and we do that by providing these necessities. So we try to make sure that it, at each point, um, whether it's the entrance, whether it's intake, whether it's um, getting checked in, um, whether it's shopping in the grocery department, um, all of those are connection points for us. And so we just really try to pour out love um, in every every corner um, as a guest might come through and shop um, just so that they know that they are um, loved, that we care about them. Um, even while they're going through something or going through a situation or a crisis um, that might have them uh, needing the services. We really see that in the life of Jesus. You know, he was moved with compassion. He met needs, he healed people. Uh, and as he met those needs, then that provided the opportunity to meet the greater need, the the spiritual needs. So, I love Absolutely. what you guys do, that it's really creating that bridge mm-hmm. to, to meet a need in our, our community, but then also to, to be able to share 
uh, the love of Jesus Christ. And Rocky Mountain Calvary and Crossfire are now neighbors. Neighbors, yes. Uh, you know, we, we share the, the corners of Austin Bluffs and Academy. Mm-hmm. Uh, share a bit of Crossfire's history, even your guys' locations and, and how you ended up in your, your new spot. Sure. Um, so our co-founders, John and Leslie Miller, um, founded Crossfire about 30 years ago. Um, before that, John, uh, they were taking mission trips to Mexico, and, but really felt that the Lord was calling them, you know, I did send you into all the world, but you have world right here. You have mm. neighbors right here. And yeah. so what are we doing um, about the needs right here, the hurting people um, that are in your backyard? Um, so that's how Crossfire got started, um, was truly just a couple loaves of bread and being able to, if we had a couple loaves of bread, we gave it to our neighbors. Um, and it has grown now into the no-cost grocery store. Um, the concept of families being able to come in and shop mm. um, for their their needs. Um, our um, sorry, okay. um, a couple of things. So we you talk, you asked about our locations. Yeah. Um, so all of our locations, God has God's provision is just incredible with um, mm. every single need, every single bill that Crossfires had, um, every single need God has provided in um, miraculous ways. Um, and so our, all three of the locations that we've been in, um, because of growth, we've had to move. Hmm. Um, God has provided those spaces. So our location off of LaSalle and Constitution was just our, our former location. Um, that was gifted to us. Hmm. Um, this location, I would love to share the story of um, the miracle behind this location. Um, we had a donor who came and said, you know, I want to get you into this space. I want... Uh, you know, what does that look like? We've been an organization that's never had debt before, but we knew that, you know, going into a $2 million building that we might have to take on some yeah. debt. Yep. Uh, but we knew that God would provide. And so we had a donor who said, I want to get you into this space. Um, well, I'm going to be your lender, a really low um, interest rate, really low payment. Um, but there was a gift uh, or a pledge at the end of that with um, her, when her mom passed away that, um, that that building would be gifted to us. We didn't know how long that would take or, you know, when that time frame would be. We were prepared um, to make those payments. Um, but as of January 14th, um, she wrote um, on our on our mm-hmm. loan, paid in full, um, debt forgiven. And wow, that's just a powerful Lord. statement, yeah. seeing that. And, and she had written it in red. Um, and seeing that, it just, the, I mean, it, it was just so much more meaning to me, um, you know, just knowing that about God's forgiveness. But yeah. just seeing that um, happen and just the miracle of that. So we are now, our building has been gifted to us. And so just a miracle um, that we're not having to, you know, make those additional payments each month. So that's God a, is so good. Amazing. I know in talking with you through the process, it was a huge step for you and the board of directors to, to go for this space and $2 million mm-hmm. and build it out 25,000 square feet right in the central part of the city. But the need was there. You guys really, really needed it and took that step of faith and yeah. to see God provide that's yeah. congratulations. That's yeah. really awesome. No, it's it, again God's provision every step of the way, like miracle after miracle. And you know we we always say when God opens the doors, but I mean like He's opening the floodgates, and um and we love to be able to to say that it's God's miracle. I mean God is just providing and pouring out into yeah. um, Crossfire and into our community. Yeah, essentially. There's so many places in Scripture where God shows His heart for the poor and shows His mm-hmm. heart for. Uh, the least of these, when we do these, to the least of these, we do them under Christ. And to see mm-hmm. him provide for what he's mm-hmm. passionate about. And you guys are blessed because you're being a blessing and you're being a, a blessing to those who, who are in need. So that that's really awesome. So, And if I'm remembering right, the founders are your parents, correct? They are, And yes. so you grew up 
watching this unfold and seeing it start small yes. and grow step by step. So how was that for you? How did that form your worldview growing up in this kind of context? Sure. So that's a great question. Um, so we we were raised um, in a Christian home. We were raised going on mission trips. We were raised, you know, if you weren't sick, you were at church type of thing. Um, but that didn't mean that I had salvation. That didn't mean that I knew um, the Jesus that my mom and dad knew. Um, and so uh, growing up, sometimes it was hard. Um, you know, I loved, I, I thought I loved God and I loved Jesus. I loved those things. Um, but there came a point in time um, in my life where I had to, um, circumstances happened. I had to really make that decision on my own. Yeah. And with the love and help of my parents, um, you know, growing mm. up as a teenager and, um, you know, not always uh, following the rules, things like that. Um, but I, but my dad was so faithful and so loving, and um, he spoke the word of God. We read the Bible, um, and I, I, so I saw um, kind of both sides of the world, right? I, I mean, I tried to experience some some of the world and what sure, the world yeah. had to offer, um, but it was just this faithful, consistent love. Um, that was being poured out into me through my family and just seeing um, mm. as they stepped out into faith, you know, that that affected me also some. I was pretty young, so I probably didn't really realize the effect yeah. of, of them stepping out in faith and, you know, selling their business and getting out of debt and never taking a salary again. Mm. Um, but God, through all of those um, stepping stones, God was preparing me. He was preparing mm-hmm. me to, to be able to be, um, to empathize, to have compassion for to see the needs of other people, to be able, if I hadn't experienced some of those things and stepping out on my own and um, trying to figure those things out, um, I Mm. might not have a full understanding of what people are going through Mm. um, day in and day out in the families that we serve. Um, So it it was a challenge, um, but definitely I wouldn't trade it for anything. Mm. I love what I'm doing. I love that I get to work alongside my mom and dad. I love to say that my dad is my boss. Um, But that doesn't really mean anything. (laughs) Renee, thanks so much for sharing. That's awesome. You're listening to Crosswalk on 100.7 The Word. We're going to head to a break and be right back. God, you would have reached down and wiped our tears away. Welcome back to Crosswalk. Thanks so much for listening. Hope that you're doing well on this Tuesday afternoon. Know that the Lord loves you and he's with you as you're Stuck in traffic or home for the evening, journeying through your day. I have Renee Beebe with me from Crossfire Ministries. If you'd like to learn more about what they do, you can go to their website, crossfireministries.org. Uh, Renee, I would love to hear just a few of your favorite God stories. You know, as you think about all the years that you've had uh, serving with uh, Crossfire, you know, what are a couple of the testimonies that just kind of keep you coming back for more? Sure. You would? That's a great question. Um, so one that, um, is just right off the top of my head is, um, we had a gentleman, uh, come in or actually he called us on the phone. He was in the hospital. Um, I, I believe the, the chaplain called us, um, and just said that he wanted somebody from Crossfire to come and pray with him, that mm. he had, he had received prayer, um, at Crossfire, knew that that was the place to call. Um, he was pretty much on his deathbed. I think that he has had, had some severe, um, allergic reaction to some things. Mm. And so we didn't know who had prayed with him at Crossfire, what volunteer had stepped up and while he was there to pray with him. But apparently that touched his life in that moment. Um, 
it, this was during COVID, so we didn't want to just send just out any volunteers. So John, my dad, uh, volunteered mm. to go and pray with this gentleman. And um, he was in the hospital, and the, and the gentleman asked if my dad would baptize him. I mean, wow. he felt like he was really at the end of his his life. And so my dad just ministered to him, you know, the salvation message. Um, he baptized him right there in the hospital bed and prayed over him, prayed mm. for healing, prayed for... Um, for restoration of life and spiritual life, you know, just everything, yeah. life abundance. Yeah. Um, and three weeks after that, that gentleman walked back into Crossfire to hug my dad and thank him. And he wow. really felt like God had, had saved his life. Wow. Um, and so it wasn't, you know, in that moment, it wasn't about the food. Um, yeah. You know, it was this person knew that um, we were a place that he could trust. We were a place that he had received a glimmer of hope before in his darkest hour he he had who knew who to call, um, so I feel like that's just a God moment. Just in that in that moment, this gentleman had a need that was greater mm. than the physical need. How and we cool were able that to, he in that moment would feel comfortable and confident to call Crossfire right. and ask you guys to come pray for him in the hospital, and then yeah. come back and say thank you. It reminds yeah. me of the the leper, ten lepers healed, and one mm-hmm. came back and just his heart of gratitude unto right. the Lord. That's, yeah. that's really cool. Yeah. That's so that, awesome. that's a, definitely a God moment. Um, and I, I can share another story very similar, you know, when we're thinking about um, families in crisis and, you know, Crossfire does give out food and we give out the physical necessities. Um, but there's so much more that happens in our space. There's so much more. There's prayer that's happening. There's relations that are being built um, it's a safe place. There's a glimmer of hope for people when they come in. Yeah, uh, we pray every morning that God would um, change that person as they come in and as they leave, that they would be a different person, even a, just a, a different mood as yeah. they come in. So, uh, during COVID, we had a mom come in. Um, she had been using our services f- for a few years, um, but in this moment, it was no longer about the deodorant that she needed or about the bread that that she didn't have on her shelf. She came in and sat down with one of our intake volunteers, and um, she proceeded to tell us how her son had just committed suicide. Mm. Um, what do you do? I mean, yeah. like, we, we did everything we could. I mean, we loved on her. We prayed with her. We got her some additional resources. But again, it was, she knew mm-hmm. um, that she needed more. She knew that we were, that we would love on her, um, that we would provide additional resources, um, and again, in her deepest, darkest moment, it wasn't about making sure she had food on the table. It was making sure that she could function the next day. Yeah. Even the, maybe not the next day, that moment. Right. She just needed a place. She needed to be heard. She needed to be loved on. Um, and, and we were able to provide that for yeah. her. And I feel like those are God moments. Like we, we pray in the mornings also that in anticipation that, we, that God would divinely bring in people so that we can love on them yeah. wherever they're at. Yeah. And so I think when we're thinking about God moments, I think of those stories because there's more that's happening at Crossfire than just the food, yeah. just the clothes, just the hygiene. Mm-hmm. Um, that we're, we're asking God for those moments. We're asking him to bring those people in that need more, um, whether it's a phone call that comes in or whether it's a mom that sits in front of us and tells us about uh, something so devastating yeah. in our life. I think that's an awesome testimony of the Lord because here they're c- coming in for physical services, for food, maybe for some period of time, and then here comes catastrophe in their life, and they've experienced the love of God there. Right. 
so they come back on their hardest day <laughs> and, and allow you guys to to pray with them and walk alongside of them. So we've talked quite a bit about the groceries, but I know that you guys have a thrift store as well yes. and do a variety of other things. So so tell us about those other services that you guys provide. Yeah, we so we per, we have a thrift store and it is open to the community. So that's a okay. win-win if you're yeah. a thrift store shopper, yeah. you come in. I love thrift stores. Yeah, so come in and um, purchase some items and then that helps us that all proceeds go back into the ministry so that okay. we can continue doing the work that we're doing. Um, but even in that, so we have families that are in need of um, clothing and household necessities that they can't afford. Um, so we issue them a store credit so they can come in and shop um, just like anybody else. They Nobody knows if they're somebody in need or somebody that has um, the cash to pay for it. Um, but they're able to get those necessity items also. So it's a it's a great, um, oper- another touch point uh, for our families to know that we care about them. Um, so that is a thrift store. Come shop with yeah. us. We would love for you to come. Um, and then we also give away hygiene items, um, and that is a big need. So food is things that, you know, going to expire. So places are willing to donate those that are, you know, maybe on the edge of expiration, but toilet paper never expires. Feminine hygiene products don't expire. Diapers don't expire. Diaper wipes, you know, so some of those um, items become really uh, critical um, and they become a high price point in our, um, you know, what we're trying to purchase um, and be able to gift to our families. Um, And then we've uh, recently just stepped into being able to help um, our families with uh, utility assistance. Okay. Um, so that's another amazing program that we've been um, pretty much asked from the community to to take on. There's such a great need, and there was some funding for that. Um, so we're able now to help um, some families with utility, um, making awesome. sure their bills are paid for that way. That's a huge need that right now. It so is. Utilities are going yeah. crazy. And, and, you know, as families start to experience, the, you know, the gas prices and the grocery prices going up, um, we're going to see more and more of that. They're going to have to make harder gut, gut wrenching choices. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to pay my utilities because my medical bill just came. Yeah. You know, whatever that might be, you know, there's no more, if they had wiggle room, there's really no more wiggle room. Right. Um, and then those who never had wiggle room are going to see those effects even more. Yeah. For those of you that are listening that are like, man, I've just really fallen on hard times. I just got that medical bill. I'm struggling with gas utilities. And you're maybe going, I would have a hard time going into Crossfire. I just want to encourage you, go in, get some groceries. You're going to be treated with dignity and with the love of Christ and really be uh, loved on. And So tell us where you guys are located. How do people find Crossfire if they need to come in and receive that needed help? Yeah, absolutely. So um, our address is 3975 North Academy. And like you mentioned before, we kind of have this powerhouse uh, corner off of Austin Bluffson Academy, which is really great. Um, so it's easily accessed, um, even by bus, if you need to come by bus. Um, we are open Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. We know that's a barrier for some of our working families. And so we are um, currently starting to open up the second Saturday of every month from 10 to 1 okay. so that families can come in and um, get groceries. And again, our heart is to love on you, to uh, provide those necessities that maybe you're struggling with. Um, I want you to know you're not alone. Um, yeah. You are not alone in this situation. There's multiple families. There's multiple people that, in this community um, that find themselves, um, you know, just they're working. They're working hard, but, you know, one bill comes up and it's just a struggle. Uh, we don't want you to struggle alone. We want um, to be able to surround you and support you. So please come in. Um, you can also find information on our website, crossfireministries.org. 
Hmm. Um, you can even pre-register there for our services. Yeah, the food is so needed, but then also to know someone cares about me is the deeper thing. So thanks for listening to Crosswalk. We're going to head to a break. You're listening to 100.7 The Word. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Crosswalk. This is Pastor Eric Cartier from Rocky Mountain Calvary. Thanks so much for listening. Just wanted to remind you that every one of these shows turns into a podcast. And so if you just search Crosswalk Colorado Springs, anywhere you find your podcasts, you should find us. And today we have Renee Beattie with us, the Executive Director of Crossfire Ministries. At Rocky Mountain Calvary, we love partnering with Crossfire Ministries. We're really close in proximity, but love their mission uh, to reach out with the love of Jesus Christ, to provide groceries and clothing and care all in uh, Jesus' name. You know, one of the things we haven't touched on, Renee, is how can people get involved? You know, if people are listening and they're like, that sounds like something I want to do. Uh, how do they volunteer with you guys? Absolutely. I love this question. So all of our operations are done by volunteers. So it really is community serving community. Um, and we love when our church partners or um, those who just want to love on our, our families um, really step up to serve. So really, truly being the hands and feet of Jesus Christ, um, you can come down. There is something for everybody. Okay. I don't care what your age is. I don't care yeah. what your ability is. So do you um, have families serve we together? Can, yes, we allow families okay. to serve together. Um, if you have young toddlers, we might, you know, put you in the back, you know, scooping dog food or something yeah. a little bit more contained. I don't know how dog right. food is contained, but yeah. Um, but then we also have, you know, serving out front, um, running the grocery department. There's warehouse work. Um, we, our truck goes out pretty much every day picking up food. We need uh, drivers to go and pick up food yeah. and you don't have to have a CDL. Um, we'll, we'll get you on the road and yeah. we'll get you to go pick up food for us. There's a friend of mine from our church that is one of your guys' drivers yeah. and he loves it. Yeah. yeah. I, you know, I think it's, um, it's really rewarding. Like that, if you think about like not just serving the people, but if we don't get the food in and we don't right. process the food, uh, we don't process the clothing, we don't yeah. tag it, we don't hang it, we don't um, then we can't function. And all of those processes are done by volunteers. So um, each one of them is a critical part of of the ministry. So some people, if you don't like working with people, you can come work with food. If you love yeah. working with people, you can come work with people. Yeah. Um, so there's something for everybody. Uh, we try to be really flexible. We have um, all different positions available, different times, different shifts. Okay. Um, we even have a gentleman who works full time and he comes during his lunch break so that our other volunteers get a break. Okay. Um, we serve lunch to all of our volunteers. So if you love to cook, you can come and, and help the, the kitchen help uh, cook food for all of our other volunteers. Um, so there's a lot of ways to get involved. Um, we won't really turn anybody away. We will find a spot. Um, and the, the need is critical. Okay. What's the process? Like, do you go to the website, fill out a volunteer application or, or call on the phone? Yes. Like, what gets um, the ball rolling? Yeah. So we would um, want you to come to a volunteer orientation, and that okay. is on Thursdays at 10 o'clock. We also know that that can be a barrier to some people who are working. Um, so our volunteer um, coordinator, Amy Dunbar, she is available um, all the time um, to do one-on-one tours and orientation and get you um, connected. Um, her email address is volunteer at crossfireministries.org. Okay. Really simple. Yeah. Volunteer at crossfireministries.org. Reach out to her. Um, we'll get you connected. We'll, um, again, we'll give you a tour and, and there's going to be a spot where you're like, hey, I want in on that. Um, and then we'll get you trained in that spot. Roughly how many volunteers do you guys have? Um, so 
I love to say that we need between 50 and 60 volunteers a day okay. to make things run smooth. Okay. Um, some days we operate with 30. I'm sure some days are lean. Yes, yeah. with 30 and yeah. or less. And and we just make it work. And again, this is just the heart of, of the community wanting to love on other community members. Um Sometimes it just, those are, those days are long. Yes. Um, So we definitely, we are seeing, as we start to see an increase um, in our numbers. So we're, um, over the past three weeks, we've consecutively, consecutively signed up 30 new families a day, Mm. 30 families that have never used our services each day that we've been open. Um, So we're starting to see, as we start to see um, that increase, our needs for volunteerism um, has, is growing also. So we're seeing the gaps. We're starting to see where those pressure points are. Um, so there's definitely a need. And I mean, I don't want to sound desperate, but we're desperate. Come yeah, and help come us. Come volunteer. Um, and it's rewarding. Yes, you get to yeah. uh, work with the families. You're providing a service. But not only that, you are ministering. You're loving on uh, people. You're able to pray with them. You're able to invite them to church. Yeah. Come and join me. Sit with my family. Because um, sometimes even just coming to church can be a barrier to some families. Yeah. I want to give a plug here from my perspective for whatever it's worth is, you know, there's a lot of emphasis on homeless ministry, which is great. I'm glad that all the homeless ministry takes place in mm-hmm. in our city. But I think a person volunteering at Crossfire can have even greater impact or at least equal impact because Crossfire is really present, preventing homelessness and, mm-hmm. and you get people that are yes. coming in that, that aren't in that place of, of homelessness but they could be close, and, and they're needing food, they're needing clothes, and it's a tremendous amount of impact that can happen and, and take, take place. So if you're, if you're called to homeless ministry, the Lord bless you, yeah. you know, but if you're looking for a really great way to serve our community, you know, we think about going out to our community and reaching them in the name of Jesus and introducing them to Christ and, mm-hmm. and His love— well, they're really coming to us. They're they're coming to believers at Crossfire. Absolutely, and it's a great way to be able to to meet them with the love of Jesus. And absolutely, like you yeah. said, when we we give, it's more blessed to give than receive. You know, you walk away going, "Man, that that was great." I, I've talked to a lot of people at our church where they're like, "My time at Crossfire is my favorite <laughs> time of the week." You know, my favorite yeah. time of the month of being able to to go out and serve. So I can guarantee you're going to have a good time if yeah. you go serve. And we try to make it fun. Yeah. I don't want to say it's all hard work, but you know, we yeah. try to, we become family. Yeah. Um, even our volunteers, we become family and we, we live life together. So we're not only living life, um, kind of trying to support families in need, but we live life together. And, um, it's a beautiful picture of the body of Christ because we do have multiple churches that are serving together. Yeah. Um, so it really is. I mean, the body of Christ moving, um, in the midst of crisis hmm. um, and seeing these, just being able to pour into these families is yeah. a, it's a powerful thing. I think that's something that believers are really good at, you know, and, mm-hmm. and sometimes if you're in and around the church believers, you can lose sight of it. Like unbelievers don't have that kind of love and care that we have from right. fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. Mm-hmm. And being the hands and feet of Jesus is what the Holy Spirit's equipped us to do, you know? So if you know Christ is your savior, the Holy Spirit lives inside of you, you're really equipped to to give this kind of love and care to someone who's Absolutely. in crisis, where if they haven't been around believers, they haven't experienced that before. Right. You know, it, it's it's unique. The, the love of God, the agape love of God living inside of, of believers really flowing through. Yeah. And I think it brings a lot of purpose in our lives mm-hmm. when we go, 
wow, I knew that God's spirit lived inside of me, but I just saw him use me to encourage somebody else. Or if you've got the gift of administration right. and, and you can help get food. Help moved, me. You, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That, no, it really is. Cool. Um, do we have time to sh- before our next yes. break to share a really yeah. quick story? So one of totally. our volunteers um, this morning, um, he stood up and he he talked about a guest that had come through as a brand new um, guest needing services. And um, he happens to be one of our prayer at our prayer station. So he prays, he offers prayer to everybody that comes through. Um, and in the conversation, um, she mentioned something about paying for, for the groceries. And he said, you know, this is no cost groceries. Um, Cause she was mentioning how she wasn't going to be able to afford. Um, and she just broke down and mm. just started crying. She was just so grateful um, in that moment. And, and it really impacted this other volunteer. So he's a believer. He prays with our families, but he was so impacted by that. And just being able to um, just love on this person, pray with her, and then just tell her, no, you don't have to pay a That's cent awesome. for any of yeah. this. Um, there was just excitement in his voice. And he said that he's never had that kind of opportunity um, in all of his years of being a Christian and being able mm. to minister in that way. Wow. Um, so there is truly just amazing things that are happening when when we're listening to God, when we're being able to pour ourselves out. Um, God fills us up. Let us give that and give it freely. Oh, that's great. Well, you're listening to Crosswalk with Pastor Eric Cartier. I have the executive director of Crossfire Ministries with me, Renee Beebe. Uh, please stay with us. We're going to head to a break, and then we're going to be right back. You're listening to 100.7 The Word. But it couldn't fill me. Welcome back to Crosswalk with Pastor Eric Cartier. Thanks so much for listening. Hope that you're doing well as you're navigating traffic and getting into your evening here. I know I've been enjoying the weather that we've been having. It's been nice that today was a little cooler. The last two days, I was definitely feeling the heat, not used uh, to that. I don't know about you guys, but when it gets to like 90s in Colorado Springs, I'm like, oh, I'm so hot. So we're pretty spoiled here. I've got the executive director with me from Crossfire Ministries, Renee Bibi. Uh, Renee, it's been great to talk with you. And I know on the break, we were just processing some of the challenges that Crossfire is facing right now. They're good challenges where uh, more people are coming in with Mm -hmm. inflation, the cost of gas, the cost of living, really, I think, stressing all of us. So more and more people are coming in for food and clothes, but yes. it's, it's getting more challenging to, to get the food. So, right. so share with us some of the challenges so we know how to pray for you guys. Sure. Um, yes, we need the prayer. So um, I mentioned before that we're registering about 30 new families a day um, to come in and get mm-hmm. services. We serve about 200 families um, on top of those 30 new families that are coming in on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Um, so as we start to see the increase of need um, on the back end of things, we're seeing that, um, I mean, you've seen it in the grocery store, yeah, right? There are things, peanut butter is not on the shelf, saltine crackers aren't on the shelf. So there's a, there is a, a breakdown in the, the supply chain. Yeah. Um, and so we're starting to see that also. Um, Care and Share has been an amazing partner and they've been able to provide um, food to us at no cost. Um, so that we can also provide food at no cost. Yeah. Um, however, they're starting to see the crunch also. So this is the first time ever that we are um, starting to do some research on on buying, uh, pur- purchasing truckloads of food um, to help us sustain uh, the growth that we're seeing. 
Um, so there's a balance there. We know that God will provide, but the biz- my business mind is saying, you know, like, hey, the, the, it, this uh, this is not going the way it should be. This isn't a balance here. Right. Um, the needs are increasing and our supply is, is getting shorter. So yes, please pray for us. Um, if you're at the store and you think of us, uh, buy an extra can to, to bring and drop off. Okay. Um, yeah. Or financially, you know, we can purchase items um, in bulk. Uh, we can buy truckloads, which usually makes the cost um, way, you know, like I can get something at 50 cents a can instead of $1.50. Um, so people can donate and, and join in on this effort um, financially, and we can make your dollar go even further. Um, and that can be done on on our website, crossfireministries.org. Um, but yeah, it's a challenge, but we do know that God's provision and his timing is so perfect. So even though I'm seeing the crunch and I'm wondering how this is all going to work out, I know um, that God has prepared us for such a time as this, and he will provide um, in the moment that there's uh, the real need, you know, exactly what we need. That's awesome. So if you're listening and God's touching your heart to get involved as a volunteer or also to give financially, you can go to their website, crossfireministries.org, and you'll find opportunities to give financially and also to uh, volunteer. One of the things I was interested in, Renee, is just, your perspective of Colorado Springs, you know, uh, working uh, with those that are in need. I think some people might look at our city and go, there's not people here struggling with hunger. You know, okay, maybe our homeless community, but beyond that, you know, that there's not people facing food insecurity. And, and that's not the case at all. So share with us just your vantage point, your perspective of the need in, right here in our city. Sure. So I think sometimes it is a hidden need. Um, sometimes families are uh, will go behind their door and shut the door, and they're going to struggle um, in silence. Um, they're not going to be the person on the side of the road with a sign, so it's not something that you're going to see every day. Um, the statistics are saying that one in eight um, people in Colorado struggle with some kind of food insecurity. That might not mean that they're going hungry, but that might mean that the mom is going without so that her kids have a meal at night, or, or she's going or dad, whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. is going without something to make sure that there's provision for. Um, so that's where the food insecurity might lie. And it is it is behind closed doors. These aren't families that are standing on the corner or saying, you know, putting their hand up all the time saying, I have a need. Um, and it could be, seriously, think about the last eight people that you just came in contact with. Right. Right. One of them might be struggling with it and you would never know. It could be a coworker. Um, It could be somebody who comes to your church who's sitting in the pew next to you. Um, It could be the the worker at McDonald's that you just went through the drive-thru and ordered. That person right there might be struggling, even though they have a job. Mm -hmm. They have an income, but they might have some food insecurity. They might not be able to make ends meet. Or they might make too much. They might make too much to get any kind of government assistance or food stamps. Um, But they don't make enough to really make Make sure that their their family has food or additional things. A medical bill comes up, a car repair comes up, the price of gas yes. goes up. Yeah. We're all feeling that. Yeah. Um, you know, they might not just they might just be struggling enough to to be classified in that food insecurity section. Yeah. I think it is one of those needs that's so uh easy to hide mm-hmm. and for a lot of us to be able to to miss. And so for those of you that are listening, that you're like, man, I am in need. I know I was talking to a young couple uh, this Sunday, just mm-hmm. just a few days ago, and uh, they've got another baby on the way, and uh, they're in financial need. and And I was sharing with them about 
Crossfire. And I was like, you need to go to Crossfire. And they looked at me and they said, we already go to Crossfire, awesome. you know? Yeah. And, but in talking with them, you would have no idea that they have those kind of financial needs in, in their life. And, but they go regularly to Crossfire mm-hmm. and it's really helping them. And, and I'm sure we've got many listeners today that they're like, this show is a godsend uh, for me, mm-hmm. uh, you know, go to Crossfire and, and receive uh, these 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 gifts in the name of Jesus. It's really hard to receive. I think all of us would rather be in that place that we would give. But maybe down the road you'll be in that position where you'll be able to give. But right now it's an opportunity to uh, receive. Or you may know somebody in need. Absolutely. You know yeah. where uh, probably all of us are in relationship with somebody. If we look, take the time mm-hmm. to look. That's in need and and refer them to a Crossfire Ministries. And even listening. Just yeah. listen to the conversation. You'll be yeah. able to pick out uh, certain things if they say they can't repair their vehicle. Obviously, there's a need, you know, and maybe yeah. we can help provide um, the groceries so that they can lessen their grocery budget to pay that for that car repair. Maybe we can help with their utilities so that they can uh, make sure that they have a vehicle to get to and from work. Um, so there's a lot of ways that we can help them navigate. Um, so just listen, just yeah. listen to the needs. Um, of the people that are that are around you. I think that's a, a great point. You know, there was several times in our marriage, especially when we were younger and I, I was a youth pastor, where someone would show up with groceries at our front door, you know, and we we needed it. Like it was like a huge blessing uh, to Amber and I and our little uh, young young family, mm-hmm. you know, or or somebody would write us a card and put a $50 bill in there and, and we needed that money for, for groceries. Right. And uh, it may be through Crossfire Ministries, or the Holy Spirit may reveal a need to somebody that you're in relationship with, or you see them at Walmart and God puts it on your heart to to buy their groceries, you know. But I think God uses that when we Absolutely. show the love of Christ to to meet needs and and to care for others, and it's mm-hmm. so fun, you know. It's so fun it to is. to be able to be a blessing to others. Yeah. You know, it's very rewarding. Yeah, it is. Well, thanks again for coming yeah. in, Renee. Thanks for having this, me. What an honor. So. So thankful for Crossfire Ministries. Keep it up and may God just continue to bless you guys. We're excited for you, excited for your new buildings. So, Thank you. Yeah. Well, thanks again for uh, listening. We do now have Crosswalk Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays from 5 to 6. So thanks so much uh, for being part of today's show. I'll be back in studio tomorrow uh, taking questions. So if you've got questions about the Bible or things that are reading or prayer requests, things going on in your life, would love to hear from you tomorrow from the same time from 5 to 6. And then also uh, today's show will turn into a podcast. So if you miss part of the show, search Crosswalk. Colorado Springs, anywhere that you find uh, your podcasts, and it should come up. I know these are crazy times that we're living in. Probably today's show, you either go, there's need in my life, or it brings up concern. Just remember, God's our provider, and He is faithful, so turn your attention towards Him. So thanks for listening. God bless you. Have a great night.